okay, so it may not be the very best time that you've ever had, but if you give us a listen, we think it'll be an okay time. Good. Proud of you. Thank you. There's a bug in there. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 27. Yes, that's right. We made it of okay time. Tonight, we're talking about Pedro the Lion's album Phoenix and the band called Big Bear, not to be confused with the California Lake Towns album, Unnamed, because it wasn't named. It's like a forgotten child from the aughts, the early aughts. I think, I don't know. It's only on vinyl. You can't find it online, as far as I can tell. We're talking about. Good. Sarah, how are you? I'm good. I want to know why you were so upset to see my reaction to Big Bear. What do you mean? Well, you know, you were listening to it near the turntable, and I had a very natural reaction to the level of rocking that was happening, and you weren't ready for it. I mean, I I am ready for it. I wrote it as one of the things <laughs> I want to talk about, but I'm going to wait till a little later in the conversation because I think it needs its own time slot to address it. <laughs> okay, fine. Talk about. Uh, are you ashamed of me without no job? Oh, no, not at all. I would never be ashamed of you. Because I got laid the fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very okay with it. You were getting ready to leave anyway. That's right. And just so we're clear, episode 27 isn't just called laid off. We actually are going to talk about the things that we talked about yeah. a few minutes. But yeah. I don't think anyone wants to hear about that anyhow, honestly. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was re- I was really enjoying it for the first 26 episodes, and it just got really dark. <laughs> yeah. You better think of something else more positive to talk about. How about my, my favorite show, Bonus Family and Familien? I think you're turning Swedish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guga. Nay, 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 nay. Tell us about that, will you? Uh, it's just the greatest show ever. Just like everything that comes out of Sweden. It's got great humor. It's very realistic. It's charming and endearing. Everything's just right. I just love Sweden and Swedish culture. I would say that all the things that you um, said about the show mm-hmm. are true. I've watched a few episodes mm-hmm. with you yeah. kind of as a bystander. Yeah. And it does seem very wholesome and um, well-produced. And the, the character all characters are also deep and you really get to know them. Well, they're deep and they're, they're funny mm-hmm. and realistic. Like every single character on that show has its own realistic storyline. And uh, it's fresh and smartly written. Right. And as you mentioned, everything Sweden you're obsessed with. but I'm not obsessed with everything Sweden, just like all the good things. And there's just so many good things. But yet you don't want to go there. No, 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 no. Nay, 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 nay. Why? Uh, because, uh, Because I love it so much. What if it doesn't live up to my love? I get to live in this perfect world right now where I live in a, like a very good life, but I also know that there's a really special, wonderful place called Sweden somewhere else. Um, and if I went and it wasn't, it didn't live up to my happiness or what I expect it to live up to, then that would just be deeply disappointing. I mean, that's a great philosophy, Will. Maybe you can go through your whole life without really getting to know anyone. <laughs> uh, huh. 
That's from Goodwill Hunting, and the same argument applies here. Oh wait, do, what? Who? Who said it? Robin Williams. They said it to each other, I believe. Who? But he said it. Robin Williams said it to Matt Damon because he did. He didn't want to. He's like, this girl's perfect right now. Why am I gonna go try to date her? Yeah, yeah. And then Stellan Skarsgård was the the evil professor, right? He wasn't evil. He just wanted him to, he wanted to like, he didn't want to profit off him. He wanted the best for him too, but in his own way that Will wasn't ready for. Stellan he didn't know it. He, he didn't know him like Rob Williams did. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your fault for not remembering. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, it's not your fault. Yo, huh? It's not your fault. <laughs> you don't have What's to cry. What's love? Spotify? ABBA? You made, me, you made me watch. You made me watch Abba movie. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, Mamma mia, here I go again. Listen, that movie's not for like using your brain. It's just pure happiness. You can't not like it. Can would they just give I've, all the critical responses? Were, they were just so upset that they let Pierce Brosnan sing. But I like give him a break. He didn't want to sing. It was joyful. Yeah, he it was didn't having need a good to time. be technically proficient for it to be joyful. And that's the thing. That's the I mean, ABBA is also technically proficient, but it just brings out like a primal happiness in everyone, which is probably what you experience when you go to Sweden. But I can't risk the chance that I don't experience it by actually um, going there. I'm going to take you one day, okay? Please. No, I'll jump off the plane. You would endanger everyone else. <laughs> Why not just go? Nay, 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 nay. You're going. <laughs> End of discussion. Discussion. Discussion, please. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, okay. Mirabelle's here. Uh oh. What are you doing out of bed, Mirabelle? I just wanted to tell you, you would actually really, really like. This card. <laughs> okay, you're not supposed to be out of bed though. I do. I'm I love it when you make me cards, but you really need to be in bed. Mirabel, go to bed. Go get back in bed. Good night. Stop touching Bum Bun. Go. I will say, listeners, that Bum Bun is our cat. Mirabel is my stepdaughter. Sarah's full daughter. How do you say real first firstborn daughter? Yeah. hundred percent. And she <laughs> should not be awake right now. <laughs> Okay, so Steve had me listen to Pedro the Lion's new album, Phoenix, The Phoenix, maybe just Phoenix. Um, And Pedro the Lion is a band led by David Bazan, which is an artist that Steve knows that I enjoy, or at least we really enjoyed uh, the work that I'm familiar with from several several years ago. for example, 1998's It's Hard to Find a Friend is definitely a favorite album of mine. Maybe in like a, a hundred list of a hundred albums that have made a difference in my life. It's Hard to Find a Friend would be on there. Um, so, yep, for the first time in several years, David Bazan has put out a new album under this moniker. And I feel pretty confident in saying that I hated it. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I just. Uh, what happened? You said you, you loved 
some of his earlier work and you, there wasn't I anything you could did, like for uh, sure. So he's hashtag a sad boy for sure. Okay. So the sad boy is still going strong. And at first I wasn't sure, like, am I just like such an old grumpy old lady now that I don't have any time for like sad boys anymore? Is that what the problem is? And I went back and listened to It's Hard to Find a Friend again. And I was like, no, I like I still love this album. This album still holds the test of time. And I think it's because he was legitimately sad then. And right now it just feels like he's... Trying to be sad? Like he's sad, but he doesn't have any good reason for it. Like he's just singing about like a yellow bike that he had when he was a kid and how you have to clean up your own messes. He has one song called Clean Up. And he says, clean up. It's one of the lyrics and it's repeated, you know, it's a phrase in the, in the chorus and it's repeated so often. And then the next song is, uh, wait, so he's unhappy that he has to do housework. No, he's talking about like cleaning up your own messes or something. Mm. Hold on, let me look this up. Like from a murder gone awry? <laughs> like emotional. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Powerful taboo. That's a powerful taboo. And then he just says it over and over in the song. I don't, he just, his, the cadence and the singing sounds recycled. It sounds like what he has used before, but the Mm -hmm. content is really reaching. So I struggled a lot to listen to the whole album all the way through multiple times, but I did it because I knew I had to. Um, And I know I had to pick a song of the week. So I picked the one that I hated the least, but I still hated it to be clear. Um, (laughs) And that was black Canyon. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So you're just going to pick one. (laughs) Yeah. Just one only because the rest are are other songs that like, truly angered me. I was in my car listening to it, which I think is one of the best places to listen to music. If you're trying to have it, you know, a good listen, a good deep listen. And I was just in there yelling at him. Like, if you say clean up one more fucking time, <laughs> if you say that's a powerful taboo, one more fucking time, David Bazan, I'm going to give you a purple nurple. I can imagine and visualize you getting upset at it in the car. And it's making me laugh like in the Pontiac vibe. And what what's also funny about your review is I've listened to, as you know, um, from your recommendation, actually, initially, the Pop Culture Happy Hour. And one of the things that was making the um, Stephen Thompson guy happy this week, uh, one week, was this album. And he loved it. So your reaction. Oh, my God. Well, maybe Stephen Thompson sounds like a middle-aged white guy. So he it is. might be... There might be some like hidden middle-aged white guy language in here that I'm just not, you know, picking up what he's putting (laughs) down. Uh, I just don't care. You know, he's like reminiscing on his life. It just feels like he's really digging deep to come up with something to sing about. Um, It's reflective in a way that sounds boring and irritating to me. And um, I don't care. And I want... What if he's... He's like, I want those what? 45 minutes back or however many times I listen to it. What if I've done all I can do on land? I need a boat, need a boat. What? That's what he's, that's, he's like reflecting cause he's done so much in 45 years or whatever. And now he has to go on a boat. I don't really know what you're talking about. 
you're talking about like what middle-aged <laughs> white guys might talk about. I'm saying maybe he's talking about like, that's what I would imagine. He's like, I've done all I can do. Yeah. Well, he's just, uh, he's like singing about things that happened a long time ago or some sort of, he, he the way that he sings tends to be, hmm, I don't know, like he's sharing some sort of great, wisdom or a strong insight about something that's happening and Mm -hmm. it felt a little devoid of emotion for me and also i didn't that wasn't there was no i was waiting for the pearls of wisdom and nothing was there it was just like very basic shit so um what does he sound like i've never listened a middle-aged white guy whining like my stepdad I don't want to bring Dave into this, but but what, like give me an example of how he sounds. He just like I can't, I can't. Nay, 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 nay. I have a taboo that's forbidden. You got to clean up your messes. Like what? Shut forbidden, up, forbidden tattoo. <laughs> that's a powerful taboo. That's what he kept saying over and over. Like even that phrase, just listen to how like forced and pretentious that sounds. A powerful taboo. And so I, you could maybe say that once and not make me roll my eyes at you. But if you're going to sing it 10 times or 25 times in the same song, you've grossly overestimated how insightful that phrase is because it's not. I have another one. Questionable consequences. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Questionable consequences. Anyhow, I gave it two bugs in there. I'm not questioning my friendship with Steve, but I will 100% never listen to this album again on my own volition. Um, I'm not going to listen to it again, so it's not a three either. Damn. Sorry, David. It's a forbidden taboo. <sighs> He's not going to listen to this. And even if he does, like, I hope it hurts his feelings enough that he can go like write a good song instead. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. That's so mean. (laughs) Sorry. What about a haiku to make him feel better? Okay. Ready? It's the saddest thing when a sad man says nothing and says it so long. Wow. I love it. (laughs) Good job. So Steve gave me a, a physical copy of a record that isn't, It's he said it was self-titled, but after doing some investigative journalism, I found out that the band just didn't get around to naming the album. So it's just unnamed, but I guess you can call that a self-titled. Uh-huh. It's, uh, the band is called Big Bear. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you've, he said you might be familiar with, are you familiar uh, with oh, this? Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot about that. Cause then when you, I was in there listening to it and you were doing some weird metal claw, <laughs> which I'll talk about in a minute. It's interesting to me nowadays because of Spotify and things where music is so accessible with the click of a mouse, but this album, I had to physically sit down and listen to it. And I think that's pretty cool because you have to listen more intently. You can't be in the car doing this or that um, multitasking. You have to be in the room in front of the speakers and be it, because of that, it did take me longer to find the time to um, actually get to listen with all the other things going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, in those instances, instances, I feel like I'm listening with more intention and I'm 
staying more present in what's happening. And uh, unless you walk in with your weird metal claw, so you were—I forgot that you had, were familiar with this band, but you came in and you started like holding your left arm up like a claw fist in yeah. a weird way, and yeah. and then you said you claim that that's something that people do as they're bobbing back and forth at some sort of show like that's this right. at, a, at a hardcore show. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. So do you want to elaborate? I mean, you put your hand up like a claw, right? <laughs> like you make a f- little fist with your hand, usually your dominant hand. So I would like sort of bend my knees and like lean into it and do a little head thrashing. And then you put your hand up in the air and you shake your claw in the air because it's just so metal that it's like you're, uh, you know, you've grabbed a hold of the devil's testicles and you're squeezing them around just to let them know that you've got them. You're just checking for lumps. No, it's not a gentle thing. The claw is, it's a tight grip. <laughs> no, no, we're not checking for you. We're, we're upset. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that I've never seen that. <laughs> Done by any I mean I've been to some metal shows, but I've I've never seen that. But I'm gonna for sure do that at any other show I go to. I don't care what type of music it is. I'll just go right up there and claw it out. I mean, it feels awesome. It feels like the right thing to do with your body when you're listening to some metal or some heavy guitar that really just is doing the right thing. We got Rosie, our daughter, into it also. So she that was, was fun. Doing it. She was. It was kind of amazing. And we didn't we didn't move fast enough to get it on camera, but Mm-mm. which I feel is a the top failure of my day. Yeah. So I don't know how familiar you are. Did you did you Steve said he saw Big Bear in person? Did you also? No, I did not. Mm-mm. Okay. So to me, because if I couldn't really go anywhere, but they have a website, but Initially, this this felt like an unsolved mystery. I was ready to get Robert Stack out of his crypt and bring him back and have him do another episode of that show. Mm-hmm. If you didn't watch it, mm-hmm. you should have. I loved it. it. Scared me a lot. Hard to Google a band like this, as mm-hmm. you might guess, because yeah. the first thing that comes up is the geo location, the city. Mm-hmm. So then you got to add band, and then even then, sure. there's all there's a bunch of bands called Big Bear. So mm-hmm. didn't take me that long, but I'm just saying it's. You know, I'm unraveling this piece of string to find out more about this band. Right. The sound, as Steve called them, they're a hardcore band. They're from Boston. So when you see the the their website in Google, it just says Big Bear was a rock band from Boston, Massachusetts in the title tag. Mm-hmm. And then it says that it's friendship rock. So I thought that was yes. pretty endearing and I, I loved it. It made me want to click. So that's a good call to action there, Big Bear. Nice work. Mm-hmm. The sound itself of the album... Um, Although you were a little distracting with your clawing around the room, <laughs> I was able to hear the the tambourine that Steve mentioned that the the vocalist kind of has with her the entire performance and mm-hmm. is smacking her leg. And I, I found one of the videos, also hard to find, on YouTube. And she actually had the knee brace on to protect herself because she's hitting her knee with the tambourine so hard that she would probably, you know, bloody herself up if not for that brace. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got to listen to a full length acoustic set when one of the, uh, the, the bassist broke both of his arms. So this is all from their website. The website is very indicative of when it was created. 
just a bunch of links, but it's it was turned out to be super insightful. So the mystery that I mentioned started to reveal itself and get solved. Case closed. <laughs> um, there is a detailed list of every song they or every show they ever played in their existence with oh. like who, where they played it, the exact day, and who they played with. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that we've mentioned on this podcast, they played with Marnie Stern once, Piss Jeans once, uh, and more. Mm-hmm. Um, there are multiple links to interviews. I thought, great, this is going to be a good way for me to learn more. Both broken links, so no way. <laughs> um, link to their myspace.com slash big bear page, which at one time might have been their actual page, but now it's a restricted profile for someone named Clayton Dix, D-I-X. <laughs> so sorry, Clayton. I don't I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I found strangely enough because the LP doesn't have any really in, any good information about the band or the lyrics um, just have the beautiful cover art which we talked about we're not going to mention because it's hard for listeners to understand what I'm talking about because I can't see it I found a like a random page on the website that has the lyrics so that was that was pretty neat to find those it's on the page the web page big bear com slash diary 197 something dot ASPX so you're gonna have to google that yourself but I, I feel like whoever maintained this website it was probably one of the band members, but they they did it. Uh, there's it was just done with so much care. Like I feel like I did learn. I ended up learning a lot about this band just because of how well maintained the website was. And it, it's also sad because they had a bunch of like mini blog entries from basically 2005 to okay. 20, 2010 when they disbanded. Mm-hmm. And just different updates about going on tour and putting out the different albums. And then all of a sudden it just ends and they're like, we're not a band anymore. Sorry. So, you know, it was a little bit sad. Yeah. Uh, I'm bummed that I wouldn't, I won't get to see them, but it sounds like they all went on and did other things with music in some way or uh, there's not a lot of info on their Facebook page. There's like five posts I was able to see and that's it. Um, overall, the meat to me, the album just, because there's a, a keyboardist also, and she's got some weird effect, I don't know, turned on, but it it, it was kind of like a jarring effect. Same with the, the lead guitarist, but there's so much happening on this record noise-wise and sound-wise. It's extremely chaotic, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the listen. I enjoyed the reaction that um, it made you. Yeah. Feel. And, yeah. and Rosie, you had that metal. I've never seen that metal claw before. <laughs> I, so each song is equally different and chaotic. I felt uh, it was a good listen. And again, because I had to listen to it, the physical copy, and there's no other way to, to listen to it. Well, I guess you can buy the MP3s and you, I'd be able to listen online on my computer locally, but mm-hmm. vinyl is best. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I I'm going to give it three bugs in there. It was a good album. I enjoyed it. As I said, I would listen to it again, although I'm going to have to keep it. Sorry, Steve. This is mine now. Yeah. Keep it. Bitch. Um, I wanted to give you my haiku. Okay. Feels like I missed out because I never saw this band. Hope they're doing great. <laughs> so thank you, Big Bear, for your contributions to music. I hope that you all are living fulfilling lives, doing whatever you're doing. Have a good one. I love you, Big Bear. Uh, what about song of the week, Sarah? Okay, so hold please. Let me find me a little piece of paper here. 
Hun, why don't you get your notes out? Get your notes. Uh, Boyish by Japanese Breakfast is my song of the week. Oh, yeah. Were you playing in the car? Perhaps. Okay. And I'm going to add a band that you might mention soon, Pink Louds, the song Haunted, because it made our daughter Rosie dance so much, (laughs) so, so much. And I just love it. I love them now. They're responsive on Instagram also. Check them out. I love them. I know. So what are you recommending for Steve? (laughs) (laughs) Pink Louds, my album of the year. I don't think he's familiar with it and I want him to get get in on it. Uh, They have a self-titled album from 2017. Mm-hmm. So, but I heard about it in 2018. So that's why it was my 2018 album of the year. But they're from Brooklyn. They had some sort of residency in uh, the subway or in a train station or something like that. Uh, but I love them and I want to know what Steve thinks. Yeah, they're playing up there this month, but it's going to be hard for us to go, I think. Yeah. So, sorry. Uh, what about for me? Since we, that's what we agreed you would help me pick something too for myself. Yeah, since you don't have a job and you're sitting on a bunch of free time, I'm going to give you a whole book. How long is it? Like Ayn Rand? <laughs> I would never assign that to you or anyone else, even someone I didn't like. Um, it's Blood Child by Octavia Butler. It's a series of short stories. And what's cool about it, so number one, it's sci-fi, mm. which is a genre that can, you know, either you're into it or other, you're not, you think you're not into it, but she's such a fantastic writer that don't let the genre deter you. If that's not a genre you would normally sort of, uh, gravitate towards because she's fantastic. Um, and in addition, they're short stories, so it's not that big of a commitment. And one more addition, she has these lovely, lovely little commentaries after every story where she kind of talks about the inspiration for the story or what she was going for or yeah. um, a little bit of an, an interpretation or her thought process behind it, which is um, like a little gift because it's exciting to read the stories. They're all well-written in a very direct, accessible language, which can be difficult if you're talking about a possible other world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then instead of just leaving it up to others to interpret, you get to have kind of a behind the scenes. Um, so as a creative person, as an artist, that's very interesting to me to hear her commentary on what was happening there or what she was going for. So I thoroughly enjoyed it and I am wondering what you might think about it. That reminds me of the ta Coates. Um, we were eight years in power cause he just has all these, uh, essays that he wrote for the, the Atlantic and then yeah. before before each one he kind of lets you know what he was thinking what was going through his life yeah in mind during that time mm-hmm. also i love sci-fi so yeah i'm into it do you love sci-fi yeah i like you know that i like sci-fi things and film and t- tv and and books. i've never seen you read a sci-fi book before mm, i have okay <clears throat> i know how to read i mean I that, agree to that, disagree that <laughs> that one that one about the Mars 
mission was kind of sci-fi ish. Talk about oh, maybe not no, recently. No, 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 no. <laughs> and there's this one that I really like. It's called Formidable Taboo. <laughs> powerful Taboo. Uh, That's a powerful taboo. No, remember I told you and Steve that I liked Animorphs was a kid. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm looking forward to reading. Is it upstairs? Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening to episode 27 of OK Time with me and Sarah. Taylor Cummings, also known as The Producer. If you want to check out this podcast online, we encourage you to. And maybe if you feel it in your heart and bones and mind, why don't you leave us a review? We don't care if it's one, two, three, four, or five stars, but we prefer four or five. And then, you know, leave some feedback in the comment section. You can follow us on social media. Sarah, on Instagram, You, where do you want people to follow you, Sarah? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you can speak Swedish and you can help me learn how to speak Swedish, please do follow me at, at Sage Thrasher. If you are into YouTube, then you should also DM me. If you're not into Sweden or anything Swedish or anything like that, like it's okay. Just follow Steve and Kevin. What? You mean Carl? <laughs> oh, it's okay. Just follow Stephen Carl. Carl Grashit, C-A-R-L-G-R-A-T-I-O-T-I on Instagram. Our intro and outro music is provided by the Hokkaido Concern of Newark, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Man, they always have toppings on their pizza. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. And send Sarah your sosh. <laughs> Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye, You got to clean up your messes. Like, what?